Ready? Yep. You recording? Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, boys and girls and all peoples of the world. It's time for another show we like to call Know Nothing Podcast. I'm the ever-bearded Twitch, as joined always by my ever-baby-faced co-host, Luke. Will forever be. Will Will forever forever be be, uh, ID'd for buying lottery tickets. I come bearing news today, Do Twitch. you? Yes, do you, I, I didn't do. even ask you how you're doing. You're just jumping nope, right just into it. I'm fine. How are you? I, I'm good. Good. I'm good. I come bearing news today, Twitch. Yes, what's your news? This is currently a podcast. Okay. That has a five-star rating on iTunes. Ooh. Oh. What is it? These dudes are absolute. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even read right? Can't even read it. These dudes are absolutely a joy to listen to. They are charming. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. They play off each other super well and are all together just delightful. Give them your time. You won't regret it. That is by Yes is a Gold Band, which is a long name, yeah, in yeah, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but thank you for that review. That's awesome. Was yep. that on iTunes or was that, that was on, on Apple Podcasts? That was on Apple Podcasts. Which I get it's the it's same iTunes, thing. Yep. It's iTunes, yep. yeah. So that's that's on iTunes now. That is awesome. So that's that's pretty worth celebrating, I'm, I think. I'm, I'm happy about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're not disappointed. No, no. I, it'd be it'd be terrible if I was disappointed. <laughs> that that'd just be uh, crazy. Well, it's funny that you have that because I also what happen to have uh, a um, a comment from a recent listener of the show. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, please do. While you do that. Um, today is our Harry Potter episode, which I'm like beside myself that it took us more than a year yeah, right? to talk about like one of my most favorite things in the world. Um, this, this, for those of you who are new to the show, the first half of our episodes are spoiler free. Yep. So if you saw the title and you weren't scared away already and you're listening now, you have 30 minutes of uh, spoiler free territory yes. Before and there will be a very substantial break between spoiler free and spoiler zone. Correct. Uh, so you're safe for now. So yeah, you're all welcome here right now. You're all welcome. But if you want to get the story ruined for you before you go see it, just listen the whole. Just damn keep thing. listening. If not, go see it. Yes. Because uh, I recommend it from the from the get go. I will recommend that you see it. So uh, this is one of our comments on a recent episode, uh, which featured. Uh, uh, Amber and Carson from Conspiracy Theater Podcast comes from listener Faith. Uh, I want you to know that I was listening to this in a Panera and I almost choked on my soup. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> so, uh, Faith, we're glad that you did not ultimately choke on the soup. Um, I guess we're going to need to put a, like an actual warning on the episodes like now. Uh, do not ingest food while you listening. You may it may be. Isn't a that how hazard. like isn't that how like deodorant and stuff wound up having to put like do not eat on their uh, labels is because I, people did it. Yeah, there's stuff like that. Like with the McDonald's, the hot coffee stuff. Somebody yeah. built like spilt the scolding coffee on them, and it gave them like second degree or third degree burns. Um, which kind of duh, you get coffee, it's going to be hot. Right? Like, why? Are, well, yeah. Why do we need to put a caution in hot? substance in this but it's because yeah yeah so anyway but be careful on, on the other s- on the other side of that with the the hot coffee thing i think the temperature for the t- coffee was like 190 degrees or something like that <laughs> like ridiculous temperature for just a regular old black cup coffee cup of coffee jeez anyways anyways that's hang, on, the point. hang on right now we're gonna go right into it so here we are episode 50 fantastic beasts and where to find them and fantastic beasts the crime of that scary, like, albino-looking dude that kind of looks like Johnny Depp. Or is, looks exactly like Johnny, Johnny Depp. I can't move against Grindelwald. It has to be you. In your shoes, I'd probably refuse to. It's late. Good evening, Newt. Oh, come on. So, uh, Luke and I, uh, we went and saw uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of... Grindelwald? Yep. I can't even figure out how to pronounce it's the damn things. Um, so we saw it. This is my first, like, 
adventure into uh like i shouldn't say harry potter because i've seen all the damn movies like the harry potter films but like i i was not interested in seeing these movies at all so this week i had to actually watch the first one fantastic beasts this is the prime this is one of the this is one of the few honestly that we had which is kind of embarrassing because it's like what we set out to do yeah this is very one of our few times where like I'm the expert truly, Correct, and, truly. This, and you're truly the know nothing Correct. In this because it's just not something which blows my mind that I'm not that you're into not it. a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, I'm really not in, into Harry Potter. Like I saw like I just for like a quick history life history lesson on uh, what it's life and like in the life of Twitch. Um, I had zero interest with Harry Potter when it dropped. Yeah, I saw the first movie and I thought it was trash. I was like, this is stupid. Like, well, I, like why? What? I thought the, the story was not well done. How I old were you about when I this had to out? have been. I could pull it up right now. Yeah, pull it up it right now. Um, and, and yeah. But I uh, I saw it and I just thought that like it's, it felt so cheesy. Um, first one was Sorcerer's Stone, right? Yep. Or the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, 2001. So I was... Uh, I was 17 at the time. So it makes sense out. why you may not have enjoyed that. that but that, everybody like, else at like at your age was digging it. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Partially because they read the books. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they were on board with it. 100%. Uh-huh. Um, after watching the first one, I was like, I, I ain't going to see the second one. Right. This is, this is going to be hard garbage. And from what I heard, the second book is the worst out of, or the second movie is the worst out of the Harry Potter franchise. Um, I mean, I disagree. I don't really? think there is a worst movie. In okay. Like, if I had to, if you asked me to rate the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. like give, like give your favorite from one to te- one to eight. Or I yeah. guess ten now, right? Is there ten or is there nine now? There's ten. There's, yeah, there's ten. With if you, if you asked me to rate them, ten, uh, give it one through ten, I would say all the Harry Potters are tied for first place. Yeah. And then uh, Fantastic Beasts are second and third. Uh, and I won't tell you which one's second and third yet because we're not <laughs> into that. Uh, well, I kind of find that funny. So um, I didn't watch the second one. I, I don't even think I've seen it to this wow. day. Um, I did see, I got I got typical Boyd into, a, uh, into seeing the third one. There was a cute girl that I was Aww. highly attracted to um, that was going to wanted to go see it. So I was like, yeah, I, I'm excited to go see it. Oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty. I'll go anywhere with you. So I went and saw the third one, which is Prisoner of Azkaban. I loved it. I actually I will I will honestly say I thought the third movie out of all of them, in my opinion, is the best. It's a great it's a really great. They did a really good job with the story, and I think part of it was because they they got rid of the directors of the first two, brought in somebody else, that yeah. had a different version of it yeah. and stuff. And I don't I don't know about you, but from what I can tell, like it's not saying that Harry Potter is dark. I'm not trying to say that, but it has a more it has a shadow over it. Is it true true of that in the books as well? Yeah. So, there's a bit of so, like darkness, not necessarily. It's not dark, but there's a little bit of darkness. In the books, like have you seen like Half-Blood Prince and the Deathly Hallows? Yes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's right. You had said you'd seen them all. Um, in the books, I think they do a little bit better just because it was like they were just brilliant. Yeah. They were just brilliantly written, actually. Uh, and I'm actually about to start reading them again. Oh, okay. I think I might do that today, actually. But... Uh, the books do a great job of between one and seven of just this consistent uh, growing darker. Okay. And there's a reason for that, and I wasn't going to talk about it yet, but I will actually now because okay. it's a good segue. Um, because as the books were getting darker, her writing level and the reading level required for those books was getting higher. Got it. And so, like – if you want to read the Sorcerer's Stone, you know you can read that to your kids. Mm-hmm. But but just the benefit of having her write these books as as I grew up, as I was growing up, yep. it was like it couldn't have been better because yeah. as I got better at reading and as I got older and more mature, 
the books were getting more on mature themes and the kids were dealing with things that like made sense yes to each like it it was it couldn't have been more perfect for for me growing up because it was like the themes were spot on yeah with with where i was in age so yes they do get and by the end i mean and even in the movies they i mean like death is obviously a pretty big part of the of the franchise but all, like it, it's really heavy in like Half Blood Prince and Deathly mm-hmm. Hollows. Like it's really, really heavy death themes. Got it. And now even now, like uh, Fantastic Beasts with a name like Fantastic Beasts, you wouldn't think it, but it like it's, th- it's those are dark, dark movies. Those are two like Creedence is like a dark character. It's a su- I, and I I would say this. This is my opinion with it. Uh, is where whereas Harry Potter was for the children mainly and like young adults, young adults like yeah. teenagers and stuff yeah. um i believe that fantastic beast is more for the adults more adults aged people right cuz i think what it was is that it was the people who liked harry potter mm-hmm. growing up is like this is just more for us correct and i didn't know this beforehand i thought fantastic beast beast was actually a book oh. i thought it was like she wrote it interesting after it's a, a certain it's a book in the books that i knew about that yeah okay, I knew okay about that. yeah but i thought she actually wrote the book fantastic beast she wrote I, something well i think she wrote the tale of beetle the bard though i think okay. that's what she wrote but um but she is the writer for so far from what i could tell the uh she's the screenwriter for the at least first, one, like part of the yeah one of the and then I think she has it. pretty heavy pull in the next three that are she is out. she is yeah. she is a considered executive producer with not not just being the financial backer and stuff like that but actually being like an active producer that's on set yeah uh, looks through the dailies and stuff like that so she's not just like taking a check and like no yeah and stuff like that. like what you would think of what you would think of some other yeah um famous producer famous yeah. author who gets yeah. called in to consult on the movie it's or like, if it's an actor that because he's got status they slap executive producer on right him. and then it's sort of like a more of a pr thing it's yeah, like this exactly. is gonna this is gonna sell tickets more than yeah than anything so i uh i even after all the harry potter movies came out Still real little interest. And when Fantastic Beasts dropped, I was like, no, I'm not going to even watch it. Because the first time you saw it was this weekend, wasn't it? The first first time I saw it was Thursday night, Thursday Thursday or Friday evening. Um, So let's talk about that because it's pretty safe now that's two years out. Uh, If you guys, if you haven't seen the first one yet and you're watching this, I'm not sure what you're doing. Yeah. (laughs) But we're going to spoil the first one. Yeah. The first one's, yeah. Spoil, like. You're screwed. Yeah, like, you're, yeah. you should you should have been on the ball by that now. That being said, I will say this, and I'm not going to pair it with anything that happens in the second movie yet, because I do like to stay strong that we won't yeah. spoil the movie. But like, there's not that much to spoil in in prequels. No, because it's like this is pretty much all leading up to the events of Lily and Ben's birth. Yes, and like Voldemort and whatnot. Yes. But it's like. We know how this ends. We do know how the story ultimately ends for the the Potterverse side of things, but we don't know necessarily how it ends for the Dumbledores and like. And, yes, uh, it will be curious to find that bucket? out. Um, Who are you looking for? Grindelwald. Red, Redman played. Redmain played. Uh, no. Suitcase guy. The main character. Are you kidding me? You don't know Newt, the main character's Newt, Newt, fucking name? Newt. There we go. I kept on trying to think his freaking last name because every time I heard Scamander. it, every time I heard it on screen, I heard it like I thought it was like a title that he was given. Like, oh, like he's, he was the Scamander. He was yeah. a Scamander of whatever <laughs> of like, magical creatures, of the magical creatures yeah. type thing. I thought it was a title, not That's a last funny. name, not his last name, not a surname. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, like we don't know those stories. We don't know how they intersect with the Harry Potter world. We know how uh, Dumbledore intertwines with the Harry Potter world, but like Scamander, Newt, we don't really know. Um, and they drop a lot of names on us and a lot of family ties, um, and you don't necessarily know what's what. Um, yeah, a lot of it's like, a lot of it is just like out of left field, um, yeah. like 
fan service stuff like oh we saw we said lestrange like you remember yeah, yeah, her yeah, yeah. right yep. from the originals and yep uh and uh here's nicholas flamel who yep. remembers him from the books and it's like yeah okay so when i watched the first movie i thought it was a good movie super entertaining i i'm not fully in love with it or yeah. anything like that it doesn't yeah. make me want to like jump and buy all the fantastic beasts memorabilia and stuff like that but there there's key things that i took out of it like I thought it was a pretty, pretty well done story as far as balancing the, the drama with the the spectacle and stuff like that. Um, Dan uh, Fogler, who plays Jacob Kowalski, steals the show oh, in absolutely. my book. Each in, in this movie and in this in movie the first and the one. second yeah. one. Um, so I and I know I've known Dan Fogler for a while, like not personally. But I, I remember his early work in the movies yeah, and stuff. Yeah. He did a movie called Fanboys, which was a uh, essentially uh, four best friends are trying to break into Lucas Ranch, uh, Skywalker Ranch, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get a uh, to see the uh, first prequel Star Wars Episode One before it's released. Before it, yeah, um, because their friend is dying of cancer. Fucking hilarious movie. Takes crack at uh, uh, at Star Wars. Take crack takes crack at uh, Star Trek and stuff like that. Really funny. Really well done. <clears throat> um, he was in a movie called Balls of Fury. Yep, which is a ping pong yep. champion thing. One of my favorite movies ever. Really, you like that one a lot? <laughs> I love Balls of Fury. Uh, I am like, because eh, it's it feels like it's trying to be uh, kickball. Or no, 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 no. That's no, like no, no dodgeball. dodgeball. But that's like the point. Yeah. Um. But I still love Dan Fogler in it. Um, and he was in another one, and I could not figure out what the name of it is. But it's a uh, one. It's just a it's two man show. Him and another guy who's been in a couple of different movies. I Dumb think and Dumber. No, 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 no. Uh, it's uh the main army dude from uh, uh, Transformers. I'm sure people will know what I'm talking about. I don't. Um, I've only seen the first one though. So, anyways, so uh. They get lost on a back road highway and they're stuck on it and there's nobody around, no, no cell phone, cell phone service. They have no like water or anything like that. And it's just them like two friends that are trying to get out of this situation, but they end up like at odds against each other this entire time. It's funny. It's sad. It's heartbreaking. And it's just like, sounds like a smart action. story. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, I've, I, I, I'm a fan of Dan. Um, and I thought I loved every second that he was on screen in both movies. Yeah. Um, I wish he was in more of it. Um, and I'm glad that the guy got the break that he did to be in this franchise. Yeah. I, I like that. He's, I like that he's in it just as much as he is in it. I don't need more of them in those movies. Oh, I want more. Cause like, I think too much of it, then it just turns into a comedy. Yeah. And like, I, lo- I love the humor in all Harry Potter films. I think it's very important. And it's like kind of one of the key aspects of those movies, especially early on. Yep. Um, but like they're not comedy movies. Yeah. And that's important. No, they're not. And I know that. But he brings the fun. But I also think that he brings something to it that some of the other characters don't. Um, besides the funny, I think he understands uh, timing really well. So he understands how to like he, he's a comedian. Yeah. First and foremost, he's a he's a stand up originally, so he knows about timing, he knows about rhythm, he knows about beats and stuff. So when those dramatic moments come from him, he can switch from that super funny guy all of a sudden to the very dramatic roles. Sure. And he does it really well. And that last scene in uh, in uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, when he's lo- uh, he knows that he's about to lose his memory. Yeah. That was such a heartbreaking scene, and that was all him. All him. Yeah. All him. Yeah. Forget the other three characters. All that tension and stuff was on him. Yeah. And my heart was literally breaking for the guy. I agree. I agree. He's he steals the show when he's there. Yep. Um, but I think too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. It is very true. So I, very, I think, very true. I think what what he has right now is yeah. perfect. Um, um so a little bit about um honestly. I tried digging up so much stuff about what was it like on set, what were behind the scenes, because when we did uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, there was a lot of shit that went down on set that I didn't get to actually say during our episode, but like 
Brian Singer, he's the one that directed it. I put, I'm yeah. air quoting yeah. directing it because Brian Singer left set all the time. Right. He's kind of notorious for yeah. this. Um, and, and then like the whole shit with Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And- so like there was a lot of issues behind set. I tried looking up stuff for Fantastic Beasts for the first one and the second one. Nothing. And yeah. most people like that I've either read interviews or listened to interviews with um, say that uh, David Yates, um, who directed it, uh, pretty sure that's right. I'm going to feel like an idiot if I... I'll edit it out. I already have to edit this silence out. Cracker. Why is it not loading? Yeah, David Yates. So when I, I looked up everything about this film, trying to find the behind the scenes, uh, David Yates apparently is one of the calmest, most collected, cool-headed directors out there. Because Ezra Miller praises him as being like, the set was a monastery. Now, this for at least for uh, the second movie, they employed over 600 crew members what and they were all working at at like day to day there was at least 300 to 600 people working at any given time and most of it was because they're set construction right because the sets were huge Mm -hmm. in this and then they had a lot of other moving parts like moving equipment moving lights and stuff like that so it's a hectic machine yeah but from what the actors are saying on set Chill is a cool cucumber, huh. um, and ma- that makes a great working environment yeah, for him. Respect them. for a man who can do that. Yeah, and they literally had room to play around on there. Uh, Dan uh, Fogler says that they, uh, when they went to film the first scenes and stuff, David Yates just basically said, "Go play." So, and that gives actors like immense amount of freedom to take the words that are on the page and really dive into yeah. those characters. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Good for him then. Something that I loved about these two movies that we only got a little glimpse of, honestly, just in Deathly Hollows Part Two. Because Deathly Hollows Part One is more like a travel film than anything. Yeah. Um but part two was made at a time that I think I think CG was getting really good yeah. for them. And obviously, like, all of the Harry Potters had incredible budgets yep. for um, the spectacle of it. Yep. But something that I, that really makes me love both of these Fantastic Beasts movies are just, like, the way that they do the magic. I just... I, I have to take my hat off for them because it's, yeah. it's... They do such a good job at capturing the imagination of at least me... Um, with just incredible CG scenes. That it's, are... it's huge. And it's, I don't want to use spectacle in a negative term necessarily right now, but like everything is just like so big and unbelievable that it's just hard. You can't keep your, you can't look away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you kind of want to be a part of that world. Right. I totally get yeah. what the draw is. And it's not like, and it's not like overwhelming, like a like a Michael Bay film. Might yes. Be, you know what I mean? Where you're like, all right. Well, we're not dealing with an explosion every two minutes. Right. So. Yeah. So you don't like your ears don't ring, and yeah. you're not like looking at something insane every two seconds. Yeah. It's, it's more. It's more. Uh, it's more contained spectacle. Yes. I, and I think that they leave the camera on things a little bit more because Michael Bay movies, quick action cuts. That's yeah. all they are. Yeah. Um, but in this, in in the Harry Potter world and stuff, cameras left there or they give you great establishing totally. shots. Totally. Um, of the world or of the area that you're in. So you really understand the geography of yeah. where's. And, where, and this where one, at. hats off to them because they, they were in a lot of different locations. Yeah. And uh, yes, they did have title cards for mm. them with their establishing shots, but like there, I was never confused as to where people were. Correct. Uh, at any given moment, because yeah. like the sets kind of 
made sense with not only the times but also the location. The location. So yep. like France made sense and yep. England made sense and New York made sense. Um, of course, there was going to be a French French statue that is lifting up her skirt to let you go into a secret door. She lifted up her skirt. She, she moved. She, it, was, uh, it was very. It's conspicuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit conspicuous. Yeah. yeah. A little sexual there. <laughs> a, little, a little sexual there, JK. Just a, just a little JK. A little, little uh, pent up by having Although, to write all I those mean, children's seriously, books. Seriously, talking about sex, good heavens. The, uh, the, the kind of the mature themes that oh, yeah. JK has been pushing yeah. in these ones. Again, yeah. as you said, they are for more mature audiences, yes. but there's a lot of, there is definitely, there, there's definitely some boundary pushing with some of it. Um, and it, I don't want to say, we, we, we can go into it more in the spoiler zone and stuff like that. But there was some things that J.K. I don't know if it was a J.K. Rowling decision or somebody else's decision, but they tried to uh, kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They were trying to infer stuff so under the radar that it was hard to see whether they were doing it because it's just supposed to be inferred, or if they're trying to kind of hide it away, right? Like, um, because of people's possible like reactions yeah. to it. And we'll get to that yeah. in the spoiler zone. So, yeah, I, I don't know, but, but I think just as kind of like a final thought mm-hmm. that the, that the, it was worth the money. Uh, it was a good yeah. movie. I, um, sorry, actually it was an entertaining movie. Yeah. That's what I was referring back to your quickie. Yep. Uh, it was, a, it was an entertaining movie. Um. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we do, we're gonna come back to the spoiler zone. See you in a minute. And a fun new quiz. Ooh, and a fun new quiz. Yes. All right. Alright, this week my recommendation for the ad break is a podcast called Hey, Do You Remember? And it's a podcast about nostalgia and uh, films that you used to watch as a kid um, or that you're still watching today. Basically what they do is they rewatch movies from at least 20 years ago um, and then they watch it through without the rose uh, tinted glasses to see if it still holds up. That's straight from them. Um, they, uh, do a great look at different movies and then they say like, yeah, this one's still great. Or like, Oh God, did we, what did we just put ourselves through? The uh, the three hosts are super funny. They really feed off of each other. It's a real entertaining, fun time. Um, their most recent episode was, uh, street fighter and Oh my goodness. Is it a funny episode? So go check them out. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you pretty much find podcasts. Uh, it's called Hey, Do You Remember? Okay, all you out there in podcast land, uh, for the break, for the second half of the break, I'm going to recommend that we might be trying something new in the coming weeks. I play a lot of video games, as it turns out. No matter how much I keep running away, I always end up coming back to play them. And I have fun commentating on Luke's plays. Yes, he does. Something that we might do, that we might consider doing is start live streaming said video games and especially those who that we are going to do podcast episodes about. So if you guys are interested in doing in, in viewing that, please let us know uh, on our social medias or on our iTunes or Stitcher uh, where you find our podcast. You can comment on those, what you think. Uh, we're going to be advertising this for the next couple of episodes until we start doing it. But I might just start streaming through just solo to start – uh, and kind of seeing how things go. But we're going to try a different website than Twitch because we think it's a bit oversaturated right now. So we're going to be going to Mixer, which is a new up-and-coming streaming platform that we're, that I'm interested in at least. Uh, and so I'm just going to be doing some solo streaming on there. I don't have a link yet because I haven't made an account. So in the next coming weeks, as I said, be looking out for that on our social medias, uh, at KNNerds on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Nerds, or just 
going to Facebook and searching no nothing no nothing nerds. Uh, we'll be tweeting or, or Facebooking when we decide to do that, and uh, we'll take it from there. So let us know what you think about that, and back to the show. All right, welcome back, all you nerds. Spoiler zone, everyone dies. Yeah, funny story about that before we kick it right into the spoiler zone. This is a Harry Potter story, okay. believe it or not. Um, so back when the books were coming out, um, the last book, in fact, the the seventh book in the Harry Potter series is coming out. So I had two two girls that were my friends. They weren't my girlfriends. They were girls. You don't need slash to. Friends. You, you can be honest with us here, Twitch. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a major crush on one of them, and the other one was like my sister, best friend oh. type thing. Although she was kind of like my high school sweetheart. That's a weird, complicated story. We could talk about that another time. Anyways, so the last book was coming out. And both the girls, uh, both the ladies, the young ladies now, or fuck it. Keep going. <laughs> Power through. I was trying to be politically correct, and it just failed <laughs> miserably. Uh, so both huge readers loved reading books. And I would always screw with them by taking the book, the current book that they're reading and always going to the last page and reading like the last paragraph and being like, I know how it all ends. And I would tease them about it and like give them false endings or something like that. Or I'd like, Hey, guess how it ends. I'll tell you exactly how it ends. It ends with a period. (laughs) Or, you know, like, or I would say the last word sometimes if I was feeling particularly dickish. (laughs) Um, so and before you shun him we've all done this shut up yeah yeah yeah. we've all ruined stories for people (laughs) and we've all been dicks and assholes (laughs) yes um so uh i knew that the last book was coming out and i wanted to know how it ended because i i was never gonna read the books Uh um i tried reading the first one i was just like oh this is such a drag i'm bored so the last book comes out I beg him to tell me how it ends. Because I, I heard that a major character dies. Yeah. And I was like, if it's not Ron, if it's not Hermione, it's not Harry Potter, no major characters have died. Right. Like, really. Yeah. Um, Or the main characters and stuff like that. So they they say, well, none of them died. And I was like, oh, okay, well, then, then that's not a big thing. And they told me that... Oh shit! What's his name? Dumbledore. No, um, kid with the goofy teeth that Neville. Neville. They tell me that Neville Longbottom dies. They told you that. So I was like, I was like, oh really? It's like he's not really a main character, but whatever. And like, so I go and I'm watching uh, with some friends. We go to watch the last movie, the Deathly Harry Hall- Potter Eight, Deathly yeah. Hallows Part Eight, Part Two. And uh, the entire time, whenever Neville comes on the screen, <laughs> I am sure it's certain death for him. It's his he, last scene. It, every single time, because like he gets thrown off a bridge, yeah. he gets attacked by a snake. Yeah. Every single time, specifically the bridge, yeah. I saw him fall off and I was like, that's how he dies. <laughs> and then he pops up again. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how is he going to die? Like, the whole time. And then he doesn't die at the end. And I'm just like, what the hell? What the hell? And they're like, how does it feel? And I was like, oh, oh, you, you had your, you you had asses. your karma. Yeah. You had your karma coming So anyways, around. so yeah. But I, I, I love Neville. Like, the fact that he survived, I was like, man's a badass. Yeah, so. yeah. What did you think of Dumbledore dying? Um, I think it was good for the story. Yeah. Um, But... It didn't shock me, sure, really. Sure. Actually, I knew ahead of time that he was going to die, so I wasn't shocked ahead of time. Uh, somebody had spoiled Someone the movie had for me. So. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had read the books before we saw the movies, and I remember that was like, that was like heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, when he when he died, because he's just like he's one of those weird characters that's like legendary. You know, he's and, legendary, and, but there's also people that there's people that, more pe- more people nowadays have kind of like gone on to be like pro Dumbledore yeah but there's other people that are like 
Dumbledore was a fucking asshole. Well, he totally was. But but here's the thing that Dumbledore understood that those people who think he's an asshole don't mm-hmm. is that like he what he was doing was for the greater good. True. You know what I mean? Like True. he he truly force he, sh- he knew how it was gonna end. Yeah. And he knew how it had to end. Mm-hmm. And he and like I think they say it. I don't know how explicitly it's said in the movies, and it's been too long since I've read the books to know. But I think he says like. If we tell Harry that he needs to die for this whole thing to work, like, mm. like, what's the point? Let him live in his ignorance. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because at least he's happy and joyous and making friends. And like that, that's like that to me is like the genius of who Dumbledore was. It was the yeah. way he like played this chess game out by being the only one who really knew all the pieces. He knew yeah. Snape. He knew what Snape was up to. He knew what the Horcruxes were. He knew that Harry had to die. He knew that Dumbledore had to die. You know what I mean? Like he just yeah. knew all these things had to happen. So I think he's like a genius. And um, I'm okay with him. Like, But I, it doesn't make know. his death any easier to come No, it's with. true. Anyway, this so, movie. Into this movie, yes. I didn't like it. Oh, really? I didn't like it. I, 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 I said it in the spoiler-free zone uh-huh. because I want people to see it because it's an entertaining film. Yes. And it's an entertaining Harry Potter film, and the magic is done great. But I, 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 you may remember I leaned over to you a couple of times during the end, and I was about to say something and didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, the statue in the middle of the tomb that's like the person like dramatically Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was wondering what the hell that was about. I leaned over to you, and I was like, that's me watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored during really? it. every time like ever there was a gr- there was some great action scenes yeah uh, and then there was like a lot of downtime and it, it felt like I was in there for like three and a half hours. It was a pretty long movie. I will grant you that. And I just I really like I didn't care for a lot of the things that were happening and they all happened so fast. They rushed a lot of things that I think yeah. they should have taken more time with. Um, I think that uh, part of it was because we had what was it? Was it three three love triangles three going love on, or triangle. three love like, triangles like, going on? Yeah, like love issues that yes. were happening, and like Queenie and Jacobs happened way too fast. I agree completely with that, and it, it makes no sense. I agree compared to last where yes. we saw those characters yeah. last. Yeah, and then to see like. That to me, and right when that happened, I knew like yeah. I, that was like because that happened right at the get go. Yeah, it was right at the beginning, and it happened way too quick, and, and that just set up the whole. I knew at that moment that this was not going to be a good movie, mm-hmm. uh, and and I was right. It wasn't. Yeah, I was that that part really really kind of upset me because it, they shafted Jacob in the first one, and then they real like I I loved how they ended it yes. to an extent yeah. with Jacob. But they shafted in him such a yeah. poor way yeah. that it really felt if I felt r- more bad for that character than I should have, right? Because he he had a chance to get Queenie back and like reconcile with like I didn't mean you're crazy in the fact that like you're crazy crazy right. even though she kind of is, but like the fact that like but, like that's what makes her cool. Yes. And that's why that's part yeah, of the reason why he exactly. loves her is because so, she's crazy. So the fact that like they didn't give him time to that for that part of the story, that yeah. arc to build up and like she turned on him so damn quick yeah. to fall Grindelwald. Totally. totally. Um and thinking it was completely okay. Um, right. and didn't give him a chance to like rein her back in. Because I think that like in a perfect world, those two are perfectly matched yeah. for her. And I and for and, each other. And, and like we don't even live in a perfect world here. And I still think that they should be together. Yeah. And like that to me, Queenie's turn at the end where she, where she steps into the, into the West world pearly gates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is like the perfect example of plot driven story Yeah, where it's like, we just need her to go here for the next movie. So she's going to go. Yeah. And I, I don't have qualms with that because, uh, you know, a lot of films are plot driven stories. Mm-hmm. The book may not have been, but just because they have such a short amount yep. of time, there are just some things that need to happen. Yeah. But like, I can't forgive it when it happens 17 times in a movie where uh-huh. it's like, Oh my God. 
That doesn't make any yeah. sense. And like the the whole thing with Newt and uh, what's her name? Uh, Lestrange. No, 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 or no. Tina. Tina. With Newt and Tina is like it's like in passing conversation. Oh, she thinks you're engaged. I'm not engaged. I felt zero chemistry between the two yeah. of them. Yeah. Like even in the first one, I was like, there's not really much chemistry in, in between the two. Um, there's more chemistry between Lestrange and Newt. Than, oh, for sure. For sure. And they, they like, really they even spent, yeah, they even spent time setting up a backstory. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now there's a love triangle. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause it's like a brother love triangle, yep. but I guess that's happened before. Um, but I I don't care I don't because yeah. he wasn't because his brother wasn't in the first one mm-hmm. and so now we're expected to suddenly care about these people going into the into the third film with all the other themes and like all of a sudden uh, Credence is alive again yeah uh, and he's confused about where he's oh from. he's the fourth one that I was thinking of the fourth romantic relationship Credence and uh, uh, Snake Lady and Nagini. Um, he like I don't know why they made such a big deal out of his origin, or why he made such a big deal out yeah. of his origin. I just I I like it doesn't make that much sense to me. Well, I I kind of get why they did it as far as storytelling, why they put it because that's his that's his flaw, like his flaw. Yeah, he doesn't know he doesn't, where he comes from. Sure, he has his power. He knows that he he's orphan. And he has no idea where this power is coming from. But he from. could have, he was beaten at his foster home. He could have plenty of other flaws than, like, I don't know who my mom is. Yeah. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't mind it. Um, I, I did... I, I take issues with, and a lot of people, I've read this online and stuff like that, they believe that J.K. Rowling is basically trying to pull a George Lucas with the prequels. So she's kind of, it feels like to them she's retconning oh, yeah. the Harry Potter world yeah. with a lot of stuff that's going on with Crimes of, uh, or sorry, Fantastic Beasts. Um, and it may be true that that's what she's doing, or she's she's just as much a genius as we hope she is. Yeah. And she has this great threaded web of a thrilling story that she has that's, crafted. Yeah, that's building. just yet to come out. Um, because... Timeline people are bringing in timelines and stuff of because the ultimate reveal to through the whole story was that Credence is actually a Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, and I was wrong because I was so confused because I was like, what I know of Dumbledore's is that he has a brother and a sister and the sister's dead. That's all I know. And it turns out that uh, Credence is not that brother that I was thinking he was. He's not Aber... Aberforth. Aberforth. He's he's actually what he's called in this Albius um, Dumbledore. So who is that? Like, it, And from what people are saying is that both of the parents of Dumbledore um, are dead by the time that they could have conceived a child that was 18. Right, right. In this that, young, stuff, yeah. that young. Yeah. So who is he? Is she trying to like say that one of the parents didn't die or something else? But so. the other thing is, is like, um, the the there's a theory bouncing around that um that Grindelwald was just lying, yeah, because he had been lying before, and he he just wants him under his wing for that, and like the Phoenix doesn't mean anything, you know what yeah. I mean? The Dumbledores aren't the only people who are capable of calling a phoenix right like there's there's just no way in the wizarding world of harry potter so i think that that could be something to do with it so you think it's kind of a MacGuffin type deal but i don't know how i would feel if he was not a dumbledore because that was such a big turning point for that that's like fool me once, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me twice, shame on you. It'd be a like. cheap. It'd be a cheap shot if he was not a Dumbledore at yeah. this point, in my yeah. opinion too. Yeah, I, I agree. So they have they have to stick with that. The question is, how are they going to do it? Because there's there's a right and wrong way to do it, yeah. and there are unfortunately a lot of wrong ways that they can do it. Yeah, and I don't think there's very few ways that they can do it right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's that's my thoughts. Gotcha. Um, I, overall, I thought the movie was really entertaining. Um, super entertaining. So much fun to watch. The creatures the were creatures f- nuts. Were, I yeah. loved them. I love newts. I think, um, 
I, I saw something, I forget where it was. It might have actually been the New Yorker, mm-hmm. but I read about how important he is as a character in 2018 where like gender roles are all crazy and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like men need to see that they don't have to be like superhero Batman. Yep. Uh, like big macho guy. Yep. Uh, grr, I'm going to beat everyone up with my fists to solve the problems. Like he's such an important character to those of us who don't solve our problems with anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to, to make that the mainstream and to make him the main character of this series, I think is really awesome. I agree too. Um, and, and I'm also really pleased because his performance in the first one wasn't met with stellar reviews. Correct. And I'm really pleased to see that they're still staying headstrong with him being kind of more of a, uh, more of a, um, it feels like he's on the spectrum. If, yeah. 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 So, but like, I'm glad that they didn't just be like, Oh, they didn't like him here. Let's make him a man. In, like, let's make him a manly man in the second film or more, him. more, uh, I don't want uh, more flamboyant. Yeah. Like, I'm not meaning like a gay type thing sure. at all. Like, I mean, just, just like more to the personality and stuff. Yeah. I liked how he's very, very understated, very shy with how he speaks to everyone. He's never like, he never raises his voice. Right. He's um, just. Except for when he's calling out for credence. <laughs> he does, credence! Yeah, he does yell at credence. <laughs> but that's all right. Uh, um, so the one other relationship that I want to bring up um, is. Dumbledore's gay. Dumbledore's gay. So I. So, man, this might make me sound like we, an asshole. No, here's the thing. Uh yeah, here's a disclaimer over the next 10 minutes of this podcast because I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Twitch and I are not anti-gay. No, I am pro-gay, pro, pro-homosexual, pro 100%. I'm pro whatever the fuck you want to do. Yes. I, I, actually, I'm not even... It's not even that I'm pro whatever you want to do. I don't care. Yeah. I have no I have no weight into what you choose to do. Yes. And everyone who's listening at home, if you want to, if you want to bring a dude home, if you want to bring a girl home, if you want to bring a girl who's now a dude home, I don't care. Good yep. for you. More, more power to you. I don't care. Yeah. We're talking about this from a story perspective, correct? In general, and then I'm going to talk about it from an SJW perspective of like checking boxes perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to let you take the reins, but I'm going to so, get my computer. So. Um. So when when it came out that J.K. Rowling was saying that Dumbledore has been gay the whole time it was really kind of uh i was cool with it the one problem that i have and i do and i have a problem when they do this all the time in storytelling is when they bring in the character's sexuality for no reason at all um it doesn't matter where whether certain characters are straight or gay or anything like that um it's if it if it's if it brings light to who that character is Yes, let us know up front that that person has this sexuality yep. or is whatever. And because from my point of view and this goes the same thing with like when I'm writing characters, unless the person is of a specific gender of a specific race and stuff like that, I usually just like don't don't bring it up. Yeah. Like in my writing, if my script is calling for if it's calling for an African American or black black female or whatever, I'll put that in my script, but if it's not, I'll just completely leave you it there. You won't mention it. Yeah. I won't mention it, and I'll put it into the hands of, like, if it gets sold or if I'm casting it, whoever is the best choice, whatever background that they have, yeah. like, if... Will be put in. Will be put in. Yeah. And, like, if it's if it's a, if it's a Afri- if it's a black character, if it's a Hispanic character, Indian it character, white character, if they give me the best performance and stuff, yeah. they're cast it's for that strictly role. Strictly performance-based. Yeah. So... But I do understand what sometimes happens in books and screenwritings. And this is just because, unfortunately, we've been a whitewash culture yeah. for so damn yes. long that sometimes when you do mention a person's race in a story or a script, they're going to automatically assume that every other character that surrounds them is white. Yep. So in those instances, if I do reference somebody's race, I'm going to put it in there that they're they're black and then the next person they talk to is white or the next person they talk to is another black person or another person is going to be Asian, whatever it is, then I'll put it in my script. Yeah. But when you actually put in situations where 
None of that stuff is in the story at all. There's no indication of what that character's sexuality is inside the story, whether it be straight or gay or homosexual or queer, non-gender, binary, whatever, whatever. non-binary, whatever it is. And you say it to people afterwards. Does that add anything to the story? Does it take anything away? Right. Well, right. I think it takes some stuff away, but I don't think it adds to the story yes. at all. Yeah. Necessarily. So, so I, I completely agree with you. I think that, uh, Harry Potter is a pretty, um, unfortunately generic movie yes. uh, as far as the movies have been concerned. Mm-hmm. Everyone's white, everyone's straight, everyone's kissing, every boy's kissing a yep, girl and yep. every girl's kissing a boy. Um, but that's, it's not a problem with the story. No. You know what I mean? That Like that might be a problem for progression in the conversation about race. Yeah. But Harry Potter is not a conversation about race. So it has no rhyme or reason to do anything about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not again, it, it has they probably didn't cast specifically for white people. You know what I mean? They yeah. just cast who was doing the best job and they all happened to be um straight and white. And it's the same thing in the books where it's like they don't say shit about who what they look like or, mm-hmm. or who they're who they're sexually interested in. And so when you do something like that, and there's an interesting video that I watched by a um, by a transgender person who's like, mm-hmm. being gay does not make you interesting. Yeah, being who you are, being you makes you interesting. Yeah. And has like it has nothing. It's like I'm wearing this sweatshirt. I'm, I'm interesting. You know what I mean? Like th- yeah. there's no there's no <clears throat> interesting quality that you can attach to me being straight or someone being gay. Like yeah. the, that is not how you make someone interesting and it's not how you make Dumbledore interesting. Correct. And when you just say that, it's like, okay, yes. I, I don't care. Why is he like, if he made a blood pact with Grindelwald, that's fine, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to revolve around love. It can revolve around a much more well, brotherly here's, love. Here's where I'll, here's where I'll trade off with sure. you. So I had, I, it felt odd to me that J.K. Rowling said that Dumbledore was gay after all the books were written and after the movies were all coming out and stuff like that. That felt a little bit weird to me. It felt like she was tacking something on to yeah, be... checking a box. Checking a box to be more on the social justice side of things because yeah. that's... During that's, that time, like it was huge, yeah. huge stuff going yeah. on with uh, the uh, LGBTQ community yes. and stuff like that. So I get that, but it's it's... So I get that when it came to this movie and specifically that scene where, where he's talking about, uh, where was it? Newt's brother said you guys were close, uh, as close as brothers. And he said closer. He's closer. Call it out. Call it out. Whether he's gay or not, call it out that you were in love with Grindelwald. Yeah. Like do it. I, and I'm sure, and I'm pretty positive that the only reason why they didn't say it then was that like that, because they were afraid that the conservative side would have shut the movie down. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But if you want to make a bold movement and stuff like that and make a bold, a bold st- movement. Make a bold movement. Yeah. Don't don't, don't do what f- don't don't do it uh Rain uh uh Rain Johnson uh for, or Star Wars director Ryan episode Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. What he did where he had one foot in the door, one foot out yeah. the door. Just just tell us that they they had a relationship. They're romantically yeah. involved, or whatever it was. If you're going to reveal it later on that the in another uh, movie and stuff like that, I'm glad you're doing that. Sure. Then right, um, but you kind of had a great moment to really make us let uh, make the people that are inferring it a little bit more substantial. Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, like it could also just be a slap to the face because like. It could be a slap to the face to us who are shitting on them right now because it's mm-hmm. like fuck us. Who who cares what we think? Yeah. Like it's their story. Yeah, it's their story. Whatever they say is what we're going to see and talk about. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't matter. But when you do that, like you're totally right. When you do that half step in, where it's like there's a lot of uh, ambiguity behind this. Yes, we were closer than that. It's like f- no, don't fuck us. Fuck you now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it was it was just so frustrating because like. Immediately when, like, I inferred that, oh, they had a relationship. Yeah. They were, lo- they were in love. Um, and I I hope that they clear that up. Like, they really clear that up in the in the next movie or the... Because there's three more of them planned out yeah. so far. I really hope that they clear that up. Um, and actually... They have to. Say I mean, that it is. To, yeah. Um, instead of doing this whole, like, 
major, major subtext. Yeah. Because the subtext, the subtext that I read behind that is they were lovers. Yeah. Pure and simple. Yeah. So. So. That's my that's my last rant, and I sh- wish I didn't end on that. But <laughs> no, we won't end on it. Though. Oh, you got more. Good. We've got the quiz. Oh, we got the quiz. We've got the. We quiz. got the quiz. We've got our saving grace. Yes. Um. Yeah, so we're going to move into the Know Something quiz now, uh-huh. which uh, seems to be par for the course with our uh, return to form as the podcast, but it's going to look a little different today. Yes. Um, I don't. Did you have a question? No, I have no. Okay. no. So uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get sorted into a house first off. Oh, okay. And then we're going to take things from there. I'll, All right. I'll, All right. We'll, we'll take it from there. So I need you to get on your computer. All right. And I need you to go to pottermore.com. Hope I'm not in... Uh... Hufflepuff, because those guys get shit on I all know. the time. What was with that? I, I don't. I uh, hey, my Dan, my buddy Dan Fogler is on the front page. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that too. Actually, um, it, what is with that? Like Hufflepuff gets all the crap. We, so we were at the movies yesterday. That was just yesterday. Um, and during one of the previews, it was like, "Don't be a Hufflepuff." And Twitch and I looked at each other and we're like, "What's wrong with, with being a Hufflepuff? We thought Slytherin were the bad people." Yeah. Like Ravenclaw doesn't get much, <laughs> but apparently they're better at least than Hufflepuff. All right, where all right. am I going? So in the top uh, right, do you see all the tabs? Uh, I see. I don't see a tab. I see like you see little things that you can click on. Yeah, but those that's are, like those are tabs. across the top. Go yeah, across the top. Go to sorting all the way on the right. Okay. And then you're gonna have to create an account. Gosh dang it! I know. I'm guessing you already got an account. Well, I do, but it's already sorted, so I'm going to resort. Ah. For those of you who uh, enjoy this episode, let us know because I could do I could do just a Harry Potter podcast. Um, so I'd love to do another episode about uh, about Harry Potter. So let us know while Twitch is finishing up setting up. Uh, this, this website Pottermore is like the big Harry Potter, like it's, it's the official Harry Potter site. Uh, and they allow you to get sorted into uh, a house by answering. It's like a stupid, like online survey. Buzz, Buzzfeed quiz type deal. But it's, it's a little more in depth than, and more like Harry Potter focused. Um, and they have like, they have a little history behind the sorting hat, which you can read. Um, and then they have the quiz itself. Have you confirmed your email? No, I gotta confirm that still. I gotta do that on my phone God. because my, my computer's not. Okay, actually, while you do that, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take my quiz. That's what I'm gonna do. How's that sound? Sure. Okay, the first question is dawn or dusk, and it's got a little cute little picture of some birds and some leaves. I think I gotta say dusk. I gotta go dawn. I'm gonna go dawn. Select. Which of the following would you most hate people to call you? Ordinary, selfish, cowardly, or ignorant? Jeez. I think I'm all of those things, so I'm not entirely sure which one I hate the most. Uh, I think I might have to go selfish. If you were attending Hogwarts, which pet do you choose to take with you? Oh, my God. There's a million. Tabby cat, Siamese cat, ginger cat. Black cat, white cat, tawny owl, screech owl, brown owl. It's a very uh, pleasing website, but it's not very uh, user-friendly. If you could have any power, which one would you choose? Power to read minds. Invisibility, superhero strength, speak to animals. Would you want to speak to animals? Maybe. I wouldn't. The power to change the past. The power to change your appearance at will. That is definitely mine. Left or right? Uh, right? Duh. Okay, I've been sorted. Uh-oh. Ravenclaw. 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 All right. And I want to read about my house, but I'll let you take your quiz first, okay. and then I'll read mine. So moon or stars, I'm selecting stars. After you've died, what would you most like people to do when they hear your name? Miss you, but smile. I, I think I'm going to go with, I don't care what people think of me after I'm dead. It's what they think of me while I'm alive. Uh, no, actually, I don't know about that one. I'm going to go with uh, ask for more 
stories about your adventures um, because I'm hoping that they tell funny stories about me <laughs> and they laugh at my stupidity. <laughs> so Muggle confronts me and says that they are sure that I am a wizard. What do I do? I, I think I would agree with them and then walk away, leaving them to wonder whether I'm bluffing or not. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and then just leave. Well, so this is pretty easy for me. If you were, were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? Uh, well, cats are easily out because they would kill me. I'm allergic to them. So it's it's probably going to be an owl, but... Um, oh, I could do a toad? Ooh. <laughs> to, being able to... Here's, here's the thing. Here's Mine are all going to child, Actually, childish humor right now. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> put put in your answer, and then I'll tell you my thing with talking to animals. Because uh, I don't want to influence your decision. I'm going to just go with power to change your appearance because I'd there be you go. cool. Talking to animals is a fun party trick. So it would be changing your appearance. but Yeah, then... but changing your appearance could also, like, you could rob banks. You could also, like, fight wanna, wars. I wouldn't want to rob. I would absolutely rob a bank, and you're lying if you said that you wouldn't. I wouldn't. Are you kidding me? I am me? serious. I would totally I rob would a never bank. rob a bank. I would absolutely I, rob a bank. This is, okay, this is how, like, goody two-shoe I quote-unquote am. A bank handed, out, handed me the wrong amount. They give me a hundred dollars more than what oh, I was geez. taking out, and you told them, and I told them like, "Hey, you gave me an extra hundred. Well, that's good karma, Twitch. So I would not be able to rob a bank. I would totally be able to rob a bank. So I, I'm on some watch list now that I've said that on the internet. I'm gonna go left. Hey, I'm Gryffindor. Oh, bitches! I think you automatically win. I don't think there's any competition. All right, what's what's the real real quiz thing oh, that we're doing? Well, that was it. That was it. That was it. Because I was going to if it if you had done like Hufflepuff or uh, Slytherin, uh-huh. I was gonna have us pit our characters up against each other. Okay. And see how they do in the movies. Okay. But you win because you have Harry. Gotcha. You have Harry, Ron, and Hermione. And I've got Gilderoy Lockhart and Luna Lovegood and Cho Chang. Actually, I've got Cho Chang. I even got Neville with me, right? Neville's, yeah, you've Neville's got Neville. Gryffindor. You've got like all the main people. Yeah. I didn't think you'd be picked for Gryffindor. I didn't think so either. That was the only reason. I was like, I was like dead set. I was going to be in Hufflepuff. <laughs> the, the loser group. I, the apparent loser group. The apparent loser group. I, I, I could have swore that was going to be me. But I got Gryffindor. I wonder what the deciding factor was. It's probably how long you took to choose. Really? Whereas I just... Was it just because I went left? Must have been because you went left. Should've, I don't know what the deciding factor left. is. I should have went left. Should have went left, it's true. Man. We could have had a tiebreaker. I don't know what the tiebreaker would have been. But so, so I again win. Yeah, you've been destroying me. I don't even know what the points are now. Like, it's a billion to zero <laughs> is what it feels like. Either we're going to need to be, have tons of people fact check the hell out of us. Or, or I just gotta like just give you some start, wins. start throwing, start, start throwing, start some, throwing matches, some quizzes. That that could be a possibility. Um, all right, well that is it for us this week. Um, I got a couple of actions that I want you guys to do. First of all, I want you guys to check out the new Deadpool trailer. Yes. that is going to be coming out um, December twelfth. I I know it's not new, but it is new. Um, the trailer is so damn funny. It's called Once Upon a Deadpool. Check it out. They're taking it and they're cutting it, recutting it to a PG-13. Now, I know people are saying like, well, fuck that because I don't get to see Deadpool but do his thing. But don't fuck that. Don't. It's going to be hilarious. There's going to be new scenes added. There's going to be a new direction. Fred Savage is a part of it. They're like, doing... Bleep yourself. Okay. Conspiracy theater Conspiracy yourself. Conspiracy theory myself. I will. Um... Fred Savage is in it, and it's it's awesome. It is awesome. So check it out. Um, but the other actionable thing that I want you guys to do, which is more important, I want you to check out our social medias. Go to Twitter at KN Nerd. 
KN Nerds. Go to our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash know nothing nerds, or just search in know nothing nerds. And then also email us at know nothing nerds at gmail.com. Uh, and then fact check us, let us know stupid stuff that we said wrong, the facts that we got wrong and get my points down. So Luke can <laughs> so, actually so can have, have a, a chance to catch yeah. catch up. Um, we, uh, had a fantastic time. The other and last thing I will say, we had a fantastic time with conspiracy theater podcast when Absolutely. they were with us. Go check out that episode. If you haven't listened to it, you're going to have a hell of a time listening to it. And then the other thing is because of that episode, we are going to be. We were invited over to their podcast, Conspiracy Theater. So we're going to be recording with them sometime soon. We'll let you guys know when that episode drops, and you can check us on over there as well. So that's it for this week. That's all. We'll see you next week when we talk about shitty M Night Shyamalan movies. I'm so excited. Uh, s- specifically, I believe The Happening, uh, The Last Airbender, The Last Airbender, and I forget what Devil. The- no, Devil was not one. We because, scratched Devil off? Because he's oh, not he directed, directed He didn't it. direct it. Directed it. Um, so the, ha- the Happening? The Happening, and I think it might be Lady in the Water. I don't know. So we'll figure it out, but that's what we're going to be doing. So come back next week. Happy Bye. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat extra food for Eat us. Eat extra turkey. Yes. Because I'm going to eat some, too. Woo! Bye-bye. Bye.